0: Looking forward to being up in Northeast Ohio this weekend. Uh, But, yeah, big news uh, coming out um, yesterday at the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame Luncheon Club in Canton, and that's a a luncheon club that our executive director speaks at every year on Monday of State Championships Week. And uh, the way the timing worked out, uh, he was able, that's Doug Ute, uh, he was able to announce to the for the luncheon group that uh, the OHSA and the Pro Football Hall of Fame have reached a new three-year contract uh, to keep the state football finals there in Canton. Um, Our current three-year contract expires after this year's finals, but uh, the new three-year will keep us there through 2026, and so, of course, uh, I know people in northeast Ohio are very excited about that, and so is the OHSAA.
1: Hey, Tim, it's interesting, too. I remember when, in what I think it was 2017, that you moved the games from Ohio State at the Shoe back here to the Tom Benson Stadium. We all thought here locally, well, that's just temporary. We'll see how that works out. But obviously, the OHSAA loves the arrangement there at Benson Stadium, the Pro Football Hall of Fame it's a kind of a natural marriage and it's worked out real well. And I thought maybe you can expand from the OHSAA's perspective on why this region and that stadium is so attractive.
0: Well, you're right. It's a great partnership. And and that's a a big part of not only these football championships, but all of our state tournaments, you know, we need a, a site and a community and a region, honestly, uh, that supports the games. It, it takes a lot of people to put on a state tournament, and uh, we have that there in Stark County in Northeast Ohio, uh, and so we're, we're very happy about that. And, you know, you're, you're right. We, we were at Ohio Stadium in Columbus uh, for 2014, 15, and 16, and it – I don't know what word you want to use, ironic or, or what a coincidence or something, but when, when the, the contract got selected there for Columbus during those years is when Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium was built. And, uh, you know, actually had we not been in Columbus, we would have needed to find a new home anyway for a year or two. But just the way the timing worked out was, was great because uh, then uh, the Stark County group uh, got the bid back, and there is Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. And around it, the Hall of Fame Village is just amazing. You know, every time I go there, there's something new that has gone up, and that will continue for years to come. So it, it is truly a, a destination that people can make a, a day, a weekend of it, Um State championship football is uh, is certainly the highlight of the weekend, but we're trying to encourage people to go to the Hall of Fame, do some dining, entertainment, and shopping, and make a weekend of it.
1: No doubt about it. Tim Street is with us, Director of Media Relations with the OHSAA. It is football finals week, and, Tim, we're pretty excited right here with what we got going Thursday night. This one's going to be just terrific when you talk about Hoban and Maslin setting up a great weekend of football there at Benson Stadium.
0: Well, it it kicks things off, and what a way to kick it off. I mean, we're all looking forward to that one. And uh, those two teams met back in 2018. Uh, We had more than 16,000 folks there in the stadium, and we're looking for uh, a similar type of crowd this year, and the weather looks like it'll be good. So we can't wait to see that one. Uh, Of course, Maslin with all of its history, and um, uh, Hoban, of course, with all of its history more recently, of course, but just two of the top uh programs in the state of Ohio. Um I I don't look a whole lot at national rankings. I think I've heard Maslin is in the national rankings. Hoban is in and out of the national rankings course seems like every year. Um just two good schools to work with. I appreciate everything uh that, that Tim Terrell and Matt Bing at Hoban uh, help us with, and also Nate Moore and Brian Patches over at Massillon. So looking forward to, um, to seeing both those teams on the field. It'll be a great one at 7 o'clock.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about the weekend because there's a lot of familiar schools, some newer schools, Kirtland's there again. So talk about some of the matchups for us for the weekend. And then, Tim, why don't you lay it out for us after Thursday on how it all unfolds on Friday and Saturday?
0: Sure. Well, I'll do that first. Um, yeah. After Maslin and Hoben play on Thursday night, then we have three games on Friday, and we have three games on Saturday. Uh, those game times are 10:30, three, and 7:30. Um, your three games on Friday, you got Division Six. That's Kirtland and Versailles. Those two teams have a storied history. Of course, Kirtland in the last uh, 15 years um, has something like like 12 losses in the last 15. It's pretty amazing what Kirtland does uh, year after year in Versailles. Um, had the, the longest winning streak in Ohio for, uh, for a long time, and this just a tradition-rich area over there in western Ohio. So they come over for the Friday morning game. The middle game on Friday is Toledo Central Catholic and Columbus Bishop Watterson. Um, Toledo Central Catholic won it all in Division Two last year, beat Hoban. And they're back in Division Three this year. Uh, Watterson won it all in 2010. They're back. And then the Friday night game uh, is a rematch for the third year in a row. But I know it'll be a good one. And that is, uh, of course, Springfield and Lakewood-St. Edward. And that's the big, uh, the, the big boys on Friday night. That's a 7.30 kick. So I know we're all looking forward to that one, too.
1: Of course, you've got all those games Friday and Saturday. Tim, let me ask you this for us. Football fans in the region, is it empty the stadium after each and every game? How did the ticket pricing and how does that work?
0: Yeah, we do clear the stadium between games uh, for football. Uh, we don't do that for some of our sports, but baseball and softball, you, you can have one ticket and stay all day. But for, uh, for football, we do clear the stadium after the games. Um, one thing regarding tickets, I'm glad you brought that up. We are not selling tickets at the gate, uh, so you, uh, anyone would want to get that ahead of time and you want to get your tickets online at ohsaa.org slash tickets and uh, it'll be uh, one ticket per game now there is and we still have a few of these left not very many but they're in the press box on level six there is a, a big restaurant uh, lounge area those people can stay in the stadium between games so that's kind of one of the attractive uh uh, perks of getting uh, those tickets. Uh, I, I think we have a few left, but but not a whole a whole lot. Um, and then before I forget, going into Saturday, um, we got three games. We got Marion Local. Uh, they're back. They've got 13 state titles. They play Dalton, who uh, you know right down Route 30, yeah. Yeah. and um, they're in it for the first time. Uh, and then we have Perry, who's in it for the first time. I know they're dealing with some snow up there right now on the lake. Um, against Liberty Center, and then uh, we end things on uh, Saturday night with Division Four, and that's Cleveland Glenville back in it, and they take on Kettering Archbishop Alter. So great weekend ahead of us.
1: You know, Tim, we uh, my wife and I were driving uh, through the Downton area there down off 30 last mm-hmm. weekend, and that community is just going bonkers mm-hmm. about their football team. They're so excited. Every like 15 feet there was a sign and a go and all that stuff. It was kind of cool to see.
0: Yeah, you know, there's some communities like that that, uh, you know, uh, and Marion Locals that way, and Versailles is that way, Kirtland is that way, you know, last one in town, turn out the lights. But uh, someone like Dalton, who has not been there before, they, they have uh, some athletic success in their history, but the first time on this stage, um, they, are, they are very excited, and we're excited for them. This is what it's all about.
1: Tim, let me ask you this before I let you go, because I know you're really backed up with everything going on this week, and you're going to be heading up here on Thursday. When these kids and these teams come to the Hall of Fame OHSAA State Finals, it's a game, but it's an experience. And I know the OHSAA works real hard to make this experience unforgettable for these coaching staffs, these teams, these players and such.
0: Well, that's our goal for sure. And you're right. It's not just a, a game. It's an experience. And uh, most of the teams do uh, have a, a longer stay in, in Canton than just their game. Um, a number of them will go through the Hall of Fame um, right there adjacent to the stadium. And, and that's what it's all about. You know, these, uh, these events, certainly we're going to have seven winners and we're going to have seven state runner ups. But they will all remember this and, uh, for the rest of their lives and their parents will and the communities will. And, uh, they, they, we, we try to embrace that, um, with the teams when we meet with them, uh, not only throughout the playoffs, but especially Sunday when we met with all 14 teams and really tried to, to lay out what all is available. And, um, the excitement just builds and, uh, we're glad the teams take advantage of that with their communities.